0: Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media. A good story is a good story. Hosted by Marsha Casper-Cook. Live shows every week with interesting interviews in the entertainment field with writers, producers, directors, and screenwriters. There's also shows about newsworthy topics and group discussions about writing tips to help writers reach success. New to the show are conversations about personal struggles and how to feel good about yourself in today's world. One thing's for sure, it's always a lively conversation and lots of fun. So sit back and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Well, I kept saying I was changing my promo and I finally did. And uh, Because I'm listening to it every show I went like I have to change So anyway, I want to thank Robin Schrock Who did my book to life She did the promo And I asked her yesterday She is available She's on ACX Audible And she's available to do other things also You know, like a promo or books, and she said that she's open, I guess, you know, since I've used it, that she has 47 books now that she's audited, I mean audited, that she's done on Audible. And um, so if anybody's looking, you know, I know people, uh, a lot of people on the show don't listen to Audibles, and I talk about it a lot because I love Audibles. So I think if you're an author and you have your books on Amazon, it's not a bad idea to check out ACX and go 50-50 royalty. It doesn't cost you anything, and Amazon takes care of everything money-wise. So you never, I mean, once the narrator's done, if you don't want to ever talk to them, you never do. You know, you don't have to. They handle it all. So anyway, we have a great guest today, uh, Danielle Lincoln-Hanna. And uh, I've mentioned her many times on the show after she was off, and I thought she was really A new author, and I was impressed by her strategies and how she marketed, and um, she's going to talk today a lot about that, but she's also going to talk about some of the struggles she's facing, and for those who have been listening to me for over, I think it's, I don't know, 15 years, I think, with Red River and my show, but, you know, we've changed a lot of different things now, and so we've added struggles because I've had several shows like that because since COVID, and I find that a lot of people are struggling, and writers are really struggling, because a lot of writers are home a lot alone. So I think that that's we'll talk about that today, and anything else Danielle would like to talk about. So she's in charge today of her own conversation. Uh, you know, I enjoyed having her the first time. She's very interesting. And um, hi, how are you? I'm, I'm so glad good. you're coming you on doing? again. I'm, I'm glad, glad you you're back. here. I really enjoyed talking yes. with you. I, I, anytime you want to come back, because I have mentioned oh, you in no, yes, because I do <laughs> feel that your strategies are great. You're a newer author out there, and you've really, I think you've got a solid plan for yourself, which is really good. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. I tell everybody a little bit hearing that. Yeah, sure. That's, all, um, that's so true. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> it's
1: true. <laughs> Thank you. So I am the my name's Daniel Lincoln Hannah and I'm the author of the Mailboat Suspense series set in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. I just released the fifth book in the series this last summer. And yeah, it's the story of a teen girl in foster care who's looking to um finally get into a family of her own. She ends up finding a body at the end of somebody's pier and it just changes the course of her life forever. So it's the series I've been working on for like thirteen years total at this point. If we count when I first started researching and brainstorming, so it's definitely wow. come to consume a lot more of my life than I anticipated.
0: <laughs> well, that and is I'm that's really what happens. It. Your characters are in yep, your head, yep. no matter. Oh, you know that's a, that's the good thing though. I mean, once the characters are in your head, you can write them. Because a lot of people yep. don't understand what that means. Regular, my regular friends probably have no idea when I'm. But I while I'm talking, to people are watching TV. My characters are in my head. They're yep. never gone, Absolutely. even ones I'm finished yep. with, I thought. You know, they're there, and you <laughs> make notes, you know. But you've done oh, yeah. a series, you know, which is mm-hmm. a good thing. And uh, people mm-hmm. love series. You know, I'm on my yeah. third one now. and I'm not sure if I – I don't know if I like series for myself. Um, but ah. I'm try. yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I started, as, you know, as writing screenwriters, children's books, standalones. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and then after I wrote the first one, I went like, oh, maybe I should do the second. And they're shorter novellas, but I'm not sure, you know, because it's not for everybody. And I think, but it's a really good way for authors to go, I think, because yeah. people tend to want to hear more about the characters, which is exactly. what you've done. If they get, Yeah, if they get attached to your characters, they want to just keep coming back, like,
1: when I release a new book, I keep getting messages from my fans saying, "I'm so excited! I can't wait to hang out with my favorite yeah. people again." So that's that's kind of what happens with a series. So if series writing is natural to you, or if it's something you think you can do, it's yeah, it's
0: it's a solid way to go in terms <laughs> in terms of craft business, I guess. <laughs> it's a solid way to well, go. Well, yeah, no, I think it's a good way. It's certainly it's a it's a good thing to do because when you're starting out, especially, you know. Uh, Life is very different than when I started out as far as writing goes. And when you're doing that, this is really how you get your readers involved because it does take time to write a book. And you can't rush Mm -hmm. it through. You know, I I have authors on here all the time that I don't even know, I mean, how they write so fast. I can't. You know, I'm very fussy. (laughs) I'm very fussy. But I see people. I mean, Mm -hmm. they just put a book out like every minute, and I don't know how they do it. I can't. I know another author who writes a romance novel every month, and I'm like, how does she do that? (laughs) I know. I know that. I know. Well, they just, you know, honestly, I've I've learned over the last, you know, couple years – with having some guests on that say that certain things that stick in my head. And um I listen to, you know, some YouTubes on it. Just write, write, write. And even if you're not liking it, mm-hmm. just keep going because there are days that you don't like what you're writing. I'm sure you yeah. get that too, there's, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And what do you do then yeah, what days. do you do? How do you how do you get through that? <laughs> so,
1: you know, so, I yeah. there will be days now and again when I realize that you know, that, that connection I have to my story world and to my words it's just not happening. It's just not clicking. So yeah. usually the first thing I'll turn to is I'll ask, is there something else productive I can do at this time that's still writing related? And yeah, normally when, when the words are not flowing out of me, I turn it around and ask words to flow into me. So I will go do yeah. some research, whether that's reading a book or watching some YouTube videos by people who know what they're talking about or what have you. Yeah. So that's usually my first go-to is I'll accept that maybe the words aren't going to happen today and can I research, maybe can I outline, maybe am I actually just feeling more excited about a side project right now? Shall I allow myself to go ahead and play hooky today and just let these other characters have my time? So those are different things I do. So long as my writing time is doing something that moves my overall writing career forward, especially my my creativity And the production of a new book, I allow it. You know, I understand there are days when the words just aren't going to come. And instead of beating myself up over it, I just roll with whatever I need to actually do that day.
0: That's a good idea. You know, and and I Mm -hmm. think that is a good idea to research or do things like that because some days it's just not flowing right. You know, um, after I got off the phone, I think it was last show or the one before, I think it was two weeks ago, I I just and then I called um, Melissa who does my editing. I go, you know what, I think just whatever I wrote before that you've looked at, the first five chapters, I said, let's just trash it. I hate it all. I did not. I "I hate it all. (laughs) I hate it all, (laughs) and I'm starting all over again. There's something wrong with it. So then I started writing it again. And then mm-hmm. a few days later, I printed everything out, and I rewrote. I mean, I printed whatever I wrote before the first five chapters, and then I read it. I go, oh, this is not bad. <laughs> this works. And I go, okay. Yeah. So then I add it on. I didn't dump it. Because, but sometimes you just go, oh, you know what? The whole story is not connecting. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. it does work. And sometimes but sometimes you do have to yeah. go and read it. But sometimes when I print it out and read it, I get it better. Mm-hmm. For me.
1: Yes. Yeah. That can do, be very true. Do you true. have, any, do you what have any tips that you do? do? Do you do that at all? Or, oh, yeah. For, me, it, or, um, yeah. yeah. for me, just at least changing up the way the words are aligning on the page is very helpful. Whether that means yeah. I just adjust the margins or something, so that, otherwise your brain <laughs> memorizes the pattern and you right. don't see what's on the page that's anymore. That's a good idea.
0: So oh, good idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah.
1: I can because you don't also see, like, right. you, like don't, turn... you think you
0: know the story. That's the thing. You do yeah. know the story. Yeah. And the problem exactly. is if you stop and go on to something else, though, but you have to, that, then you go like, did I say that, or was I just thinking that? Yeah. or Did I actually exactly. put it down? Is this you know actually on the page anywhere? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Or, or will anybody know what I'm talking about because maybe they don't know what I'm thinking? You know, and yeah, that, exactly. that's, that is what happens, doesn't it? To me, you know.
1: Oh yes. yeah. And but I do it's know like having that a good writers club is very important
0: too, making sure like that? people get their you do that? on it. A writers club? Yeah. Do You have that? Yep. I do So is it writers or just people are reading or? It's a club where My other people are writers. Specifically
1: is a group of writers, whether they're working on novel short stories, um, yes. we've had some screenwriters. And just, you know, having a group of people who can look at your work and and just have this variety of brains because every brain processes things differently and every human has a different set of experiences. And they'll bring that to the table and look at what's on the page and tell you what actually is there and isn't there, what actually is or isn't working. And I think it is so valuable, especially if you have a very good writers' club that can strike that yeah. balance between being um, very honest and forthcoming in their critique, but also not yeah. unduly mean or harsh or actually self-centered, I want you to write the book my way or
0: something like that. Yeah, because they can I know right. some people, that can happen. and can happen, yeah. Yeah. It's not okay. good, and if that's uh, what's
1: happening in your writer's group or if they're just all sitting around saying, it's beautiful, it's gorgeous, don't change anything, that's not a helpful group no. either. You need to find a group right. that's in the middle, that strikes the balance.
0: And that's hard. That's hard to find. I mean, yeah. I, I went for years when my son was little to writer's workshops. You know, he would drop him off at school, and then I would go to workshops, and people would uh, – they had, like, one author, and then they talked, but then they would have – sometimes the people would send their work to – the author that was coming, established author that was well-known. And then so Mm -hmm. they would read the things, and then people would sit there. There was maybe 100 people in this group. It was just, you know, it wasn't a working workshop. It was just listening, you know. And so Ah. then I I would sit back, and people were just destroying people. And I thought, this is so Mm -hmm. horrible. I mean, I thought it was just Mm -hmm. horrendous because – yeah. That was, I'm not sure I was even an agent at the time, because that. I'm thinking, like, why would people do that? I mean, it's destroying people. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's not a right thing to do, because you're reading yeah. something, and everybody's got their own opinion, and some of the people yeah. came to the workshop, I don't think they were writers. So this is was mm. horrible, in my opinion. I, I, you know, eventually yeah. I stopped going, but I did go for years. You know, and because then when I started writing screenplays, they didn't think it was very highbrow, and they go, oh, screenwriting? You know, it's like horrible. Mm? Because years (laughs) ago, it was like that, you know, big screen. If people were on the big screen, or if they were on TV, they didn't... If you were a star on TV, you might as well just forget it. But now it's not like that. But And then if you were, you know, things were different. Now people are watching Netflix and all these things with series. And it's such a different yeah. market. And it's also yeah. a market that is for, it doesn't have to be, year, you know, the year we're in. You know, because I think with books, yeah. a lot of times people don't care about a writer that's written something 10 years ago. I think that's horrible. It's ridiculous.
1: Mm-hmm. But that's
0: the bookstores. The bookstores do that because they won't have people come yeah. if the book is not new. But oh, it's yeah. New to no, like, oh.
1: Especially... Exactly, and especially in traditional publishing, it's all about the new book, the next book, the new book, the next book, the new author, the new hot thing. And But it's very true that your book is new to somebody who has not read it yet. So like my first book exactly. in the series has been out for six years now, and I still market it because it's, right. it, it's the start of my series, and my series needs to be read right in order. So while there's a lot of hype and excitement around each of my new releases, in between those releases, and for me that, that can yep. be a year or two, in between those releases, I'm continuing to promote book one and getting people interested in my world and in my characters, so that by the time the next book is ready to release, I've got more
0: people who are now yes. excited about the new release. And the, and oh, yeah, that's it's hard the whole to thing where people excited—it's very hard to yeah. do that, getting people excited because there are so many writers. I mean, Amazon I is loaded you know, and yep. <laughs> I was just listening to another podcast by Fran Lewis. She had somebody on that was talking about, you know, Amazon and how, you know, the genres and a lot of things that people can do. But, you know, it it's very difficult when a person goes on to look at a book to get your book noticed. And I, my opinion mm-hmm. is actually that they should take the ratings away. I don't think it's right. I think I think I know the authors like to hear it, but I think, you know, see it, but I think it's very, it can be really struggling for there are a lot of people that are struggling out there to even get one review but when yeah, they have people yeah. that have 6,000 reviews which god knows i have mm-hmm. no idea how they can get 6,000 <laughs> reviews <laughs> but they do and so what is the so what so people are looking and to get your book noticed you go out and do functions though which is a good thing you go out mm, yeah i i Like, one of my
1: favorite methods of marketing my book is to do in-person events. You know, like, this is still super unique. And and I once asked my readers, what sets my books apart for you versus other books you've read? And one of the answers they gave is, I met the
0: author, you know? (laughs) See, (laughs) see, this is what I think. You're absolutely right. And that is, I think people love to meet an author. And they don't care if you have... What Who your publisher is, they really don't. Most regular yeah, people, sure. the only people that are caring about who the publisher is are the people that are writers. They go, oh, you're published yeah. by so-and-so. And But yeah. author, authors can go out and people like them for who they are, not who publish yes. their book.
1: And, and it's a good point to make the, for
0: people out there. Oh, yeah. And ever since the
1: start of social media, it's become just increasingly easier to put a more personal face you know, yeah. behind the author on the book. Like, for as long as books have been published, we've often wondered about, like, no, what is Stephen King's daily life like or something like right. that. Right.
0: No, but it's now we have social
1: media, and as an author, you can choose to decide to, to share parts of your life or a lot of your life or a little of your life. If, you know, if you just want to share pictures of your cat or your dog, it, it gives you a more human connection with your audience. Right. They can see a little bit more that you are a person. And they can right, radio
0: shows, podcasts. I mean, when people come on podcasts, you know, it, the good thing about it for authors or, or for and you know I've had other people than authors, but uh, you know, you it's a really good way to tell people a little bit about yourself without just screaming everything because people are listening to yeah. your voice. They want to. Yeah. They want to really know who you are, but in a in a way that they would never have known you. Exactly. And, yeah. And so that's and why the, the we voice, enjoy voice connection. Yeah, being yeah, able you know, to actually like
1: things. hear how a person speaks can tell you so much, yes, and yes. it helps you create more of a uh, of a human connection with somebody.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I always yeah, thought your strategy. Is the way you do it? I mean, you do um, Patreon, which I never heard of before. You now yes. I hear it, see it all the time. <laughs> so, you're I, on yeah. there. <laughs> yes, and you have. That's where you picked up a lot. Uh, this is. You know, your future is on. You know, these people are waiting for you and like you on there.
1: Yeah, you know what blows my mind.
0: So I, I did
1: a thing with Book Five, where as I finished every chapter, I released it on Patreon, which is a website where people can can yes um, pay. There you, know, you can set up a fee scale so that people can choose their price point, and they they pay for extra perks like being able to read my book as I write it. That's how my Patreon works. And it that's, blows mind. I bet my, they love it because my, right, I think they would like that because they're a part it. of you then. Yeah, yeah, they love it. Exactly. I give more of myself on Patreon than anywhere else. And yep. we, when the book was finished, we had an in-person meetup um, in Fontana, which is on the, the uh, west end of Geneva Lake. And a bunch of us went to it. And just the the tightness
0: of community that we had created on Patreon. I think I put so one impressive. of those pictures on the page. I think I put this on my oh, page. See. I saw a whole bunch of people together on the yes, show page. Yeah, that's probably it. Yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like and that I cannot, picture. I can't believe it. People have I, people can pay a dollar for every chapter I release. Um, up to currently, my top tier is ten dollars, and I have people yeah. who are paying me dollars for that's every great. chapter I write, and I'm like. You people are crazy, and I love you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I know because they're supporting you. You know, they're supporting what yeah. you do. And so, you know, and that's one of the things. You know, a lot of authors, you know, in the past, I think people are not as, you know, friendly with each other as they should be, you know, or nice to each mm-hmm. other as they should be. But I think it's a good community if you need help. But yeah. on the other hand, I see stuff out there, you know, on a lot of the groups that, some of the information isn't great. So, and I don't, you know, I don't want to put anything in there because I don't want to upset all these people that are in there, you know. Yeah, but some yeah. of it, you know, is not good. And so I think. Authors or you know want to be people that want to be authors because you can be an author now. I mean, it's so different than it used to be. You can you can write mm-hmm. on Kindle Vella. You can do a lot of stuff, and you yeah. can, if you're good at marketing, you can get there out there. You you know really yeah. work good, and you know so I think you know. But people should help each other because that's what it really is about. You know, the mm-hmm. author community should be. What it was before, and I'm hoping people, it, a lot of people just have had a very tough time, and so we, I'm going to talk oh, yeah. about a lot of your struggles, because I know we're going to talk about that, too, but I want you, so we yeah. don't forget your events coming up. I want to just you to say oh, yeah. that now, so in case they don't listen to the whole show or listen later, what True. type of events are right. you planning for yourself? Okay, well, I've got
1: two in-person events currently on my calendar, and they're coming up right quick.
0: The first one is
1: this Saturday at the Cornerstone Shop in Lake Geneva. They are having a holiday extravaganza with a whole bunch of different guests featuring different products and doing different activities. I'm going to be one of them. I'll be there from Saturday. I'll be there on Saturday from noon until 5 p.m. and I will be autographing copies of the Mailboat Suspense series. And then this Monday, I will be at the Harvard Diggins Library in Harvard, Illinois. Um, That's Monday at 6.30 p.m. I'm doing a reading. We're going to do a Q&A session, and we are going to have a book signing at the end.
0: Yeah. See, a lot of people haven't been doing them since COVID. A lot of of people have not been doing them. A lot of the bookstores haven't been doing them, you know, and they've been doing Zoom and people like that, you know, too. But I do believe people love to talk to an author, especially when I did children's books, which I, you know, I used to go to the school. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and, and people, I think people do, like you said, like to meet an author.
1: That's what's exciting. Yeah. It's, it's, it's novel to them. They're like, I've never met a, an author before. So yeah. people find it exciting. And then people, the word of mouth is so great with it, too, because people, yeah. you know, they'll meet their friends later and their friends will be like, well, what did you do this
0: weekend? And they'll be like, you know what? I went and met this author. And so, have I you have been so to schools have you been to schools and you're at like some of the not, schools you know because you know high school not yet. yeah, because i I bet they would just love you in high school to help because the way you I you really know' cause you could help a lot of these kids too, you know yeah, that have yeah. issues, and there's a lot of kids yeah. that do have issues now. You know, and, and I bet. See, that's yeah. the thing. If the schools don't have programs, I don't know what they're doing now. They have enough problem getting the kids, you know, everything yeah. together with, you know, <laughs> illnesses now. And every. it's hard, you know. I worked in the yeah, pediatric yeah. office for years. This is a mess. But I think when the kids yeah. are in high school, you know, and that's they would love to meet someone like you. You know, I think that yeah, you'd and be I am perfect. I'm
1: extremely excited to start doing that, you know, like
0: my books. Yeah appeal
1: to a, a wide range of ages. I currently have a small yes. but very enthusiastic group of teen readers, and I, I want to get in touch with them more. I want to spend more time yeah. with them. So, yeah, actually getting into that's high good schools group. is
0: something that we're planning to do um, going forward. So Yeah, yeah and because you have had struggles. So, I mean, I know you want to discuss some of your struggles here, and I think that yeah. um, that's why in high school, that would be great because, you know, this has got to be very traumatic for kids right now, you know. Uh, Yeah. And the thing that parents don't realize is even if their kids don't say it, they're feeling it. Yeah. Yes. You know, I think, you know, kid's default
1: setting is to be happy and energetic and engaged. So I think when they're struggling, we don't really notice it because they don't express it the way an adult does. But they absorb everything it is their job yeah. to absorb the world around them so
0: exactly. they're not immune to
1: everything that's been going on lately they had to you know be isolated at a time when it's so important for them to be making friends and meeting people and and having access to a lot of mentors and they didn't have that and you know and because they're children they don't necessarily understand all their thoughts or feelings in its entirety either so, yeah. you know, because they have such they That's sh-
0: right. They'll, they they'll understand yeah, they don't have more a lot of, of what they did, did now. Yet. They'll understand yeah, what yeah, they like did Yeah, like years down now. the road they'll start. Years. That's right, and but down they don't the know
1: They're going to understand yes. that, just yeah. how
0: bad it was. I feel that way too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I that's think true, so. and I think that's very true because they, this is all. a lot of this will come out later. I think In the so. kids' lives, yeah. children's lives, think- in, in and, you know, teens' lives. As they get Twenty older.
1: years from now, people will be showing up in marriage counseling, and they'll say, "Oh, that stems back to the
0: pandemic." <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would assume that this, would, yeah, because of what you know, I can't even imagine having to stay in, mm-hmm. you know, for long periods mm-hmm. of time. You know, as a kid, mm-hmm. I, I just we were, I was out every day, you know, so I cannot even mm-hmm. imagine. Your childhood was not exactly that way. So, do you want to talk a little oh, bit God. about that? Because that's where a lot of your in your stories comes from is your struggle. It's true. you
1: know and here's the funny thing. you know I talk about you know pandemic and it was so hard and here's this thing that's occurred to me and it pains me so much, everybody who experienced quarantine during the pandemic now knows what my life was largely right. like for 26 years. right. Um, my mom has a lot of mental illnesses, including a lot of paranoias. And so she decided that the world was such a scary place that we weren't going to... We were going to interact with it as little as possible, really. So growing up, I had one friend for part of my childhood, and that was it. We were homeschooled, and my mom used that as a way to uh, keep us separate from the world around us. And so (laughs) when... When the pandemic came around and everybody went into quarantine, I was like, "Oh, I've been here before," you know.
0: <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Because you you so, have, and, it, like, and that's the thing. Keeping a child in all the time, you know. Uh, I know a lot of people do homeschool, but you know, it's it's kind of nice to have friends. You know, I think that's an important yeah, and, thing. We talked about that last time when you were on the show. I know. Yeah, that.
1: and I think there's a way to do it right. You know, like even when I was yeah. growing up and homeschooling was still fairly new there were people who were forming homeschooling groups and clubs i remember specifically i had there was a girl i knew whose or no it's some sisters whose dad was a chemist and a bunch of the homeschoolers were reaching high school age when you would usually be in chemistry class, you know, and, and doing lab experiments and stuff. Yeah. And so this group of parents all looked to this one parent and said, you're a chemist. Can you lead a chemistry class for our homeschool kids?" And he was like, oh, yeah, sure. And I was like, cool. And my mom was like, you're yeah. not joining.
0: I was like, darn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. See, but look, so, right, you, you know, can laugh at it now and put it in the right perspective, community. but right, yeah. you can say this now, but your feelings then, that's a whole different story. My
1: feelings, yeah, it was definitely a feeling of being left out. And again, remembering that my mom feared everyone, even other homeschool families, and that they were going to have some kind of bad influence on us somehow. And so that sense of distrust. And, you know, isolation can breed distrust so easily. And I think that's part of what's going on right now, why people are having such a hard time connecting with each other and trusting each other. We were isolated for a long time, and a lot of differences came up during that time. And we have not had the opportunity in a long time now to just sit down with other people, even if they have different opinions from ours, and learn what we have in common and, and what we can agree on and where you know what are good ways to try to move forward. And right now we're just all sort of bunkered down and not trusting each other and not, we're afraid to communicate at this point. So my attitude is very different in that I'm like, despite the fear, I'm going to keep talking to people, and I'm going to try to talk to people who even have different opinions from mine, and I usually find that there's still a lot we agree on, you know, and we can still get along at least to a point, and sometimes there's a point where it's like, okay, we just don't
0: see eye to eye on that, you know. Yeah, because well, so sometimes you, you can just it leave it go and then don't discuss that part of it because, yeah. you know, and parts I, of a friendship or whatever are on many different levels. Yeah.
1: It's exactly. not just one
0: thing that makes you a friend with someone. It's it's a lot of things. Exactly. You know, yeah. and, and I I value being able to have um, access
1: to a variety of ways of looking at things because I think it makes us all better.
0: Right. So when you overwork yourself, which everybody, all these authors are doing, <laughs> myself included, and sometimes yeah, I yeah. do, you know, I do I say, what am I doing? You know, I, I mean, who's, oh, like, it, it's very, it becomes, uh, and that's why a lot of people do have writer's blocks. I don't get writer's blocks, but people do struggle with the fact <laughs> of putting out books and going to do the on the Internet and being on TikTok and doing everything and I, I'm, I I do yeah. it too. So, it, you know, and the, sometimes I look at my, I, I just look at my phone and I go, are, is something wrong that I have to keep doing this? You just get almost addicted to it yeah. because you go like, oh, oh yeah. you know, I have to answer somebody or should I answer somebody? Or, you know, if I didn't like something, mm-hmm. I'll block mm-hmm. them. But mostly the people are good people out there. So, it's, you know, I don't, yeah. I'm not in a lot of groups that are, you know, I, I don't want to be confronted or I don't want any of that. I, this is just fun. Fun and enjoyment, yeah. and you know, you know, read my book, uh, you know, or talk, listen yeah. to my show, or stuff like that. But I do not want to be arguing with people because I don't even think it mm-hmm. does anything. You know, it's not, it's, it's terrible. It's, it, it's not good to grow up and and to live like this, in a world like this. So I think oh, that's yeah. the thing. But we do get involved, you know. So how much time do you spend? I mean, I know I spend too much time. Do you spend more time than you'd like or there's, not enough time on oh on your phone, there's, you know, doing social oh, media?
1: Oh, my God. There's,
0: yeah. there's how <laughs> right. much time
1: I sp- I should spend working and usually spend working versus yeah. how much time I spent working this year. <laughs> yeah,
0: right, um, right,
1: I recently sat down and did the math. So, okay, things I did this year, I I released a novel and I moved to Wisconsin. And I was very, very, very determined to release book five by the deadline i had promised in early august
0: right
1: and as i was chipping away at my novel i realized that there was just so much more material than i realized the characters were just being really talkative and yeah. instead of moving my deadline i just doubled down and i said hey i think i can just blast through this maybe if i just really yeah. apply myself for like a couple of weeks or something no i ended up in the first eight months of this year i did the math and i finally figured out that I somehow fit 13 months' work, worth of work into eight.
0: Yeah.
1: If you use a 40-hour work week, week as
0: your metric, I've yeah. already worked 13 months this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. I don't even know what a 24-hour day is. I don't know what a yeah. 40-hour work is. Yeah. And I think that's one of the problems, though. I do, you know, because we do it at home and we're on our computer and our phone, you know, it's like I mm-hmm. actually do feel like I'm working sometimes 24 hours a day, and then I go, why? Yeah, you know, even though I watch yeah. TV, my husband will say to me, you're not, you know, you're, it's like you're not like sitting, and you know, yeah, you're, you're still doing stuff. I, I care I have a little pad of paper in case I think of something while I'm writing. Yep. You know, and I don't have to get up then because then I'm thinking, then I'll lose the thought. And so, because it could be anything I'm watching, it doesn't matter. It could be a commercial, and I'll go like, oh, I, I come up with an idea of something for my character. Yep. And so I don't know. I, I don't know if that's great because I don't think it is. But this is what we do, and so this is why we get into issues by thinking how many hours because how you know. When we're working, we're not. when we're not working, we're working. It's so, Even if yeah, it yeah, looks like we're not. Ended, even if it's we're looking like we're not. So,
1: exactly, yeah. You know, one of the things that I do for that is that, um, well, in great news, I'm not that great at working from home anyway. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I usually would right. prefer
1: to relax at home. But one of the things that I do that also helps me to sort of draw a line between these are my work hours versus these are my relaxation hours or time that I spend with my boyfriend yeah. Yeah. Um I, I go out of the house to do work. You know, I'll go to a coffee shop or a library.
0: I know. Which um, was hard I, during COVID uh, for people. That's what was every, a exactly. lot of authors were. Yeah, because I myself used to go out, like I'd sit in a restaurant, have lunch by myself and write and just do whatever, yeah. you know, myself. And I think yeah. writers miss that. And that was the problem. Mm-hmm. Here we are. We're all in a house or an apartment, wherever we are, and we're just sitting in this room. And that's not how we all think. A lot of times, we just sometimes have to be yeah. out. And yeah, that, like I, I think a I lot get a lot of. Lot of that.
1: Yeah, I, 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 find that I pick up a lot of energy from the people around me. You know, that certainly the circumstance is going to vary based on, um, you know, <laughs> recent. Uh, pandemic waves or yeah. um, health concerns of you or a loved one, so like all of this gets gets factored in as well. Like maybe it would be your natural thing to be out outside somewhere working, but maybe yeah. you can't for for various reasons. You know and that gets really hard too.
0: So you know even if you because have, now you're, gonna uh, live, you're living now you're living you know in cold weather really cold. Weather. So yep. you haven't begun to see cold weather. I'm not. No, sure. I'm I'm originally from North Dakota, so I'm That's true. I'm pretty okay, so you're familiar right. That's Yeah, right. All right. So, but you know, right? You know, in these, you know, in some of the areas like Chicago and around, it is mm-hmm. cold. But it yep. used, I think it used to be warmer. We have more cold. We have really cold temperatures now, but we do not nearly have what we had as snow. I think. You know, but ah, we have very cold. We have really cold temperatures. Yeah. So you yeah. might not see as much as February and like it was below blue. cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, below 20, 20 below is cold no matter where you live, yep. you know. Yep, And that's, that's difficult. But, you know, when people live, you know, I think that's why a lot of people, myself included, you know, you, you're watching all these Netflix and they're in Italy and they're in Paris, they're outside and they're writing. Yep. And I, I'm so talking <laughs> to my husband, I don't even like to fly that much. So I'm sitting there thinking, you know what, maybe we should just surprise everybody and say, oh, we're going to go to Europe, <laughs> which is I don't even like to go on a plane for two hours. But I'm thinking I really, because we're watching all of these things and it looks so nice to just be able to sit there and have coffee and write. It looks so, mm-hmm. uh, to me, that's, I just look at that and I go, I love this. You know, I think it's so great. Yeah. And, you know, because we don't live like that. Because, you know, in California, they're always outside or Florida, whatever, yep. Arizona, <laughs> but not, not in Chicago. That's not happening. Yep. You know, we have long yeah. winters. I don't know, that's, a, it's, that's the problem. It's, yeah. Long yeah. And, and
1: and you know, again, winters can be isolating too because it's cold. You don't want to go out. The yeah. car didn't start, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Any number of reasons. Um, and but, so and yeah, you and know, that's, what, that's why think writers think a lot about The Shining. I've had a lot of horror writers on and <laughs> talk because all you do is think about he's sitting at the type he's at the typewriter at that time, and it's cold and it's snowy. Yep. He's freaking out. <laughs> and he writes the same sentence over and over again. People have been oh, to that man. hotel, you know. And but writers, what? you know, we kind of think of those things, you know, whether we yeah. don't want well, whether we think we're not, but we do. You know, because it yeah. was isolated where he was when he took that job, there <laughs> and then he yeah. freaked out. So, you know, that's yeah. why you do have to see people, you know. Exactly. And, yeah, uh, and I think sometimes you, know. you have to get intentional about it and say,
1: do I need to go just, you know, hang out with a friend today, or do I need yeah. to, you know, go find a writer's club? Or do I even just need to? Is there some public space where I feel comfortable that I can go to and and yes. do some writing there and just absorb the vibe without having to talk to anybody? Because a lot
0: of writers are introverts too, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I so, do but like I think to it's important to get people. Don't you like to see what people are doing? I mean, that's I do. That's what I miss is a <laughs> yep. lot of times, you know, where I just would sit and just you know, you're not listening to their conversations, but you're just into your own thing and you're watching them, and it, it, that's how you get to you know characters. They they we make up things so. We Mm -hmm. take people and we just take a lot of different characters from every person that we know. You know, a lot of people, not just one person, and that becomes our characters in our head, you know. So I think we all get there. So I think that that's another thing that makes us, and also when I'm writing and I have a good day, I'm really happy. I go, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I go, yes.
1: Yeah, there's a certain <laughs> you know. specific kind of joy that I'm sure the Germans have a word for that describes yeah. the
0: euphoria of having written a really good chapter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But it, the truth is, you feel so happy you know, Yeah, and then even if you might not like it the next day, you go like, what was I thinking, (laughs) you know, but sometimes, yeah, but the experience was still worth it. Yeah, you got something accomplished. You know, for me, I think in, you know, and I know this is a problem for me, I don't feel, I feel if I don't accomplish something in a day, I don't know what that means exactly, but I feel like I have to accomplish something. I think other people that are maybe not writers, they don't feel that way maybe, because a lot of writers feel that way. Yeah, and I I don't know
1: how much I can attest to people who are, you know, motivated by other kinds of work, but with writing, I know that, you know, both me and my boyfriend, my boyfriend is also also a writer, right. and... You know, if if we don't get that writing time in, like, we actively suffer. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I, I think it's, we don't it's true. Because you know, sometimes I look at my, I mean, with my husband or my friends, I'm thinking, well, what do they think about all the time? I'm thinking, like, I know what I'm thinking about. It's just, you know, different, right? It usually is writing, you know. But I'm thinking... What do other people think about? Do they just relax? Maybe, maybe. That's the thing. Maybe they just (laughs) sit there and watch Netflix without thinking of something, you know. And thinking about a story or something that you go like, Oh, you know But I, I have noticed that the series is a very big thing on Netflix. And sometimes myself, though, I go, like, mm-hmm. can I just see a movie? I just want one movie True. for two hours, yep. not where I have to, like, binge it or, you know, or, keep, yep. or just keep yep. going to see the end. How do you feel about that? I, True. You know, do you watch series? Um, gosh, I, I would say I,
1: I, I, ought, I <laughs> ironically ought to watch more TV than I do And that's just because I have had people approach me about maybe doing something with the Mailboat series. Um, When I watch something, it's oftentimes because my boyfriend's like, hey, we should watch this together, or he recommended it or something. And I would say we tend to watch series more often. And I'm not sure if that's just because, you know, that was my boyfriend's taste or something like that. Um, Well, he's a screenwriter, He does screenplays. Right. He does screenplays, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, so for he him, he's that. like, hey, we way.
1: we we literally should prioritize watching TV. And I'm like, that's a good point.
0: <laughs> it is because it, it does, you know. And that's one of the things because I I have like fifteen screenplays and I've been optioned and then I stopped when I was doing books. And I'm thinking every time I'm looking at, t- I'm thinking like, especially because now they have there a lot of screenplays are not from like now, they're from. You know, an editor, my editor used to say to me, just, you don't have to keep changing your screenplay. If they want it, just send it in there, because they can change it to the year they want it to be. True. That's a good point. And now I notice there are a lot of older, they they go like 2000, 2011. See, I, I think for writers, it, the way they do now at TV, they go, okay, they skip a whole thing and they go, oh, 2011. Okay, then they go, oh, 2020, you know, and I think, that's probably good in a lot of ways. I have not tried to do that yet, but to do periods of time. But I think that could work mm. in books because mm-hmm. sometimes you're you're done with a certain part and you go like, well, nothing's really happening right now. What about five years from now? What would happen in this yeah. same situation? You know, where would they go? Oh, yeah. So I, I do think yeah. that's why series works because you know it does confuse people sometimes the way they do it on TV because they go back and forth and back and forth, and it's easier on TV because you're looking at the screen, but when mm-hmm. you're writing it, the people, you know, they have to keep going back to visualize who who, who the character is. So mm-hmm. it doesn't
1: mm-hmm. work
0: yeah. as well as it does, I think, on TV a lot of times because they, you know, you see exactly. And sometimes it does get, a lot of series, is confu- I, I think they're confusing sometimes to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You have
1: to really think, mm-hmm. you
0: know. And yeah, think And, and you know,
1: the point of good entertainment is that you want them to be able to just sit back and enjoy and not have to work to understand what you put in front of them. Yeah, I think
0: your boyfriend's probably right. Well, see, certainly your, your series should, you know, that would be an excellent series. So, you know, Thank that's you. why he's probably wanting you to do this. So yeah. Take his advice. I know He's completely completely well, completely right. So I've been trying to be
1: like, oh, no, no, he is. He is.
0: Show. Tell my <laughs> husband because I know because if you look at the series on TV, you know, then you'll realize that. I mean, and your characters, and you've been, you know, and you have a lot of things in your your work that you know foster kids. You know, there's a lot of that, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of you know interesting things about relationships and families. Yeah. So you it's know, mental what, health what are the other? A lot of things. But yeah. What are the other things you want to talk about for struggling for people? Because um, I know this yeah. is an important issue for you. So, and if yeah. anybody's out there listening to, you know, I think we can you can probably help somebody by some of your thoughts because you've been there, done that. So I think that always yeah. helps when people hear that.
1: You know, I think. Do you want to talk a lot of, more about your childhood? Yeah. Or, you, know? you know, I want to talk a little bit more about um, about burnout and pushing yourself too hard. You know, I yeah. think for most authors, like when they're just starting, it's just like, you know, whatever it takes to try to start getting things off the ground. And yeah. I don't know, maybe it's a sign of when you've started to make it is when you realize you have so many, you at least feel like you have so many demands on your time and your yeah. plate and your responsibility, and you are you are running like crazy to try to meet them all. And then, like I did this year, you hit burnout. And I had a major, yeah. major burnout this year. Like after the move, I basically just collapsed on a sofa and have barely moved for a month. And that is very unlike me. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, and your body—well, your body me was telling stop. you something, right?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, my body was like, I am so tired. I have nothing left to give. Yeah. And, and it forced me to stop and think and be like, you know, what did I do this year and why did I do it? And for me, I was really, really determined to get that book out by the promise deadline because overall I'm terrible at meeting promised deadlines. (laughs) Yes,
0: (laughs) Um, right. I always say,
1: yeah, it should be done by this date. And like for I think every book that I've released except this last one, I had to move that deadline by several months or more. And I have gotten really, you know, like angry emails from people who told me that, no, that's too long to wait and and you promised it was going to be out by this date. I had one person who (laughs) who inform me that's too long to wait and by the time your next book comes out no one will remember who you are. Okay, I was
0: like oh, wait, I get, <laughs> I guess to stop you here for one one second. Okay. All right. Maybe it's a little mothering here, but you know, listen. <laughs> that is completely you know, and probably you should give yourself a add months to the deadline and then mm-hmm. when you're early that would work. Yeah. So And I'm trying to do it that time.
1: way, but I find that I'm not as motivated. Have they ever written a book? I mean,
0: listen, <laughs> if they're telling you, see, this oh, is the problem. And I'm so glad you t- were talking about this because this is so wrong. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. this is terrible. You cannot do that. Yeah. And that's not fair to tell an author that because there are authors yeah. that don't come out with a book every five minutes, like we said before. There are authors that yeah. come every two years. And when you're writing a series, yep. I think it's, I, as now that I'm in my third third part of it, I think it is hard because you don't want to repeat what you've done, and you but you want mm-hmm. to keep true to the story, and you want to keep mm-hmm. the characters the way they should be, but that takes yep. a lot of energy, a lot. Yes. Yeah. And what blows my and mind so,
1: is that even though yeah. I was working so hard to make that deadline, and I did make the deadline, You know, one of the first things that usually goes is the quality of your work. Somehow, I managed to maintain a good quality on this work. I'm proud of the novel; my readers really loved it. But other things were falling apart. You know, me and and my boyfriend were planning this move cross country, and we didn't have the time to really talk things out and figure out our plans.
0: And so, the move was was far more complicated. Cross country, cross country is is a big move; it's huge. Yeah, yeah, we moved from. I remember when I first talked to you; I went like. How are you writing so much about Lake Geneva? I mean, because I, I, my story <laughs> actually is set not in Lake Geneva; as part of it, Chicago and Lake Geneva. But I'm mm-hmm. thinking, where from where you are? Why did you pick like Lake Geneva? It's beautiful. It picked me, and uh, you know, and that's the thing. But it's a long. It's when then when I were moving, I went, whoa! this mean, this mm-hmm. life changing. It is, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it, and we did it really, without
1: having the the time to really connect and communicate so it's been extremely stressful and you know we did it we we met our goals and we pulled everything off but now we're sort of like breathing afterwards and we're like mistakes
0: were made (laughs) okay but you know what you just have to take that for the the time it's in you have to look at it this way Mm -hmm. i mean you you cannot that if, if you do that to yourself this mm-hmm. is wrong, mm-hmm. and if you let all, if you yep. let readers dictate to you like that, yep. and to make you feel yep. insecure, this is horrible. Have, are they writers that exactly. said that? Can't be. Is it a writer that said that? No, or just a <laughs> I reader. don't think so. Well, <laughs> I let them try to write. A, you know, I always used to say. Yep. We, I, we talked about. I've talked about this many times. Like when people go to a movie, it's even if it's a lousy movie, it still takes time. You have a lot of people involved. You have so much yeah. money, and and people give mm-hmm. it a bad review, and so. This yeah. is wrong, you know. I mean, and, yeah. and like they'll say, oh, "I don't even like. I don't like a horror movie, but I went to uh, i am reviewing it." This yeah. is ridiculous, <laughs> you know. And but did yeah. that person ever? Did the reviewer write a movie, Ever do a movie? Because it's not yeah, so it's easy. Never tried it. They don't to it, try to get you know, all you, that money if together you've never done to
1: get yourself. Yes. You assume it's easy,
0: right? And so, yeah, you don't know. It goes that's into why it. if add extra time to your next. Yep. And then when you're early they'll go, Oh great, this is great. Look how she's early you know. <laughs> I'm so exciting. So one of the
1: things that one of the things that my publicist and I talked over and agreed on, um, we're not gonna announce like a specific release date in the future. Um, I'll work out my timeline exactly. and figure out how long right. I think it's gonna Good take idea. and I'll say I believe it will be like this season of this year. Yeah. And then as we get closer I'll be able to dial that in better and say, Oh, looks like it'll be this time And we've decided not to announce a solid date until the Great manuscript idea. is done. Exactly. And then we'll have we'll give ourselves more time for, for the production exactly. of the book and the cover art and the and the marketing because that was all getting really compressed too and that was putting undue stress on my pub you know, my, my publicist and her team and that wasn't fair either. No. So, you know, everything came down to I gotta please the fans. And at the end yeah. of the day, they're happy when the book comes out, and they've shown me that again and again and exactly. again. Exactly. Anyway,
0: that's. I mean, they like yeah. your work. I mean, you know, they, exactly, they like yeah. the style of your writing. They like you. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> but you know, I think that when people do that to people, this is this is not true. People, if they like your work, and it's a year and a half to take it, they'll they'll read it. That's it's not. You know, not everybody's yeah. like a machine. You know, and the reason they like your characters is because you take time with it. See, a lot of these people, they they write, you know, I've noticed this lately, and I've talked to this with many people, is that people are copying other people's work. They go like, oh, Mm -hmm. well, I'll try this subject. You know, I'll try that, and I'll do this, and I'll put, I add this, and I'll add that. But when you're writing from scratch, like you are, Mm -hmm. this, this takes time. You have to make a story. Exactly. It's a story. It's exactly. people's lives. It's their relationships. Yep. It's how they react to each other. This does not yeah. come easily. Yep. you got to really and, you know, spend time life. with them to know them. Yes. Yeah. So that's a bad and, you know, thing to do. And I think, right, your publicists are absolutely right because, you know, <laughs> it's so much easier to be early than late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why people She's care so cookie. much if you're a little late. Yes, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's wrong. Yeah. So, I mean, and <laughs> you, you've you gone through struggles, unfortunately, that now hopefully you won't go through now because now you are mm-hmm. like seeing the light that you are in charge. Here. Exactly. your writing <laughs> career. Not theirs. Yeah, it's anything, yours.
1: This has shown me that what I really want to do is lean even more into Patreon and getting more people on board because yeah. now people are going – along with me on the creative process. Right. Right. And it's not all about the book release, it's also about the process. And people I you yes. know, I share like what my thoughts were going into a chapter and people love that so much. And I think Patreon like is it. now yes, giving me true. an option. Yeah. And it's giving me an option to like have some income coming in um yes. between book releases. So I'm like, this is yes. just glorious. I love everything about it and I can't wait to get, you know, more of my fans involved and just see what it becomes because it's been Kind of revolutionizing to just how I go about writing a book, and I love it. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, you came, out, uh, you, you started doing this. What year? I mean, when you really started publishing? What year was that?
1: Uh, it was Patreon. I started about a year ago, and but when that did was your, question, your right? first
0: book? The release date? What what, what mm. year was that?
1: Um, came
0: out in twenty sixteen. Okay, so, so twenty sixteen. Right. Right. And so it's 2022, and you have five mm-hmm. books. Yep. So what's wrong with that?
1: <laughs> I mean, Nothing really. Nothing turns
0: you know, out. Look at Gone <laughs> with the Wind. Look at Gone with the Wind. Okay. Yeah. That, that's like a best example. You know, and that's like a best example of a book. Okay, here's one book, okay, mm-hmm. that everybody knows mm-hmm. about. Yeah. It's one sure. book. Okay, so if one book, you know, if, I mean, it could happen, you know, like some very successful books are one book. True. And people read it's it over true. catcher in the rye. I mean, just books mm-hmm. that kids learn, read in school and, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. This is what it, this is it. If you, it, you know, and you have five in a series. So, I mean, yes. this takes time. So I think exactly. it, it sounds to me like you now feel better about this, and I'm glad. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I've taken a it, lot of notes off this year. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, right, and I think, you know, that's why we talked about this before, you know, do you, how much do you want to tell fans and whatever, but I think in your case, yeah. your fans are your friends, too. So, you know, and mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends, too, on Facebook. You know, a lot, you know, people think, oh, Facebook this or that, but I have long-term yeah. ones that I have known for 10 years okay 12 yeah. years mm-hmm. for, since my radio yeah. shows 15 years and they they're not people that live around me but we're friends yeah yeah and we get it's the good. internet kind of facilitates that (laughs) yes you know so you try to associate yourself with people in the same you know that you get along with and you know i you know i do i like my guests i I check on them all the time to see what's going on and i'm always you know trying to share things but you know and i think that's important but i do think you're right by saying that the fact is you have to you're getting new writers for the five stories so and i'm taking your advice in my head as you're speaking it because you're right about that <laughs> because you know that's the thing everybody says, what's what do you got that's new what do you got that's new what do you you know and yeah, yeah, yeah. i have one two and now i'm on three okay and yep. then i have the other books you know and then i may bring one back from 10 years ago you know so yeah. i mean i just think a lot of people that have been on my shows are revamping their books that they did mm-hmm. maybe 10 years ago when they didn't know as many people or have as many fans, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. I think the way the yeah. system used to work isn't good. Right now, you can take a book that's 10 years old, bring it back, and you'll find new people that want to read it. Oh,
1: yeah. And the the self-publishing sphere is very big into that. Like oftentimes yeah. a new writer will be like they've, they've written a book, it's their very first ever novel, and they're really excited to publish it. And then maybe five, ten years later, they look back at their first novel, and they're like, you know, I have improved drastically since then. Let's do new cover art. Absolutely. Let's do an edit right. on it. And, and then they re-release it, and they're right. like, yeah. And there's, yeah. I think that's a pretty cool system because it probably provided them at least some revenue in getting their fan base started at the time. And, you know, eventually they'll realize, oh, I've learned so much since then, and then there's nothing wrong with going back and saying, I want to
0: take that first novel and bring it up to my current skill level, you know. Well, that's why I liked your marketing strategies always when I first met you, you know, and I saw you out there, because I do think your marketing strategy is really good. And I think it's a solid one. It's a solid one. So don't let other people, you know, dictate to how you feel, because you have a solid campaign going with good books, good marketing, and people that are waiting for your work. So if it's a month later, it's a month later. You know, I mean, (laughs) this world, I would think that after COVID, people should have learned something. And the something is, like we were in our houses for like a year or a year and a half. I Mm -hmm. mean, so, Mm -hmm. and people, it was different. So I think that people should be much more understanding. And I think that's one of the things they're not. I think people aren't very nice (laughs) to each other. And that's so sad.
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah. To me, I'm uh, hopeful I find that. that we'll start yeah. seeing that ship turn around a little bit because yes. I think I think the the funny thing is that everybody universally feels that everybody's gotten mean. So if we all agree yes. on that, let's do something about it. <laughs> That's a great
0: idea. Right? Why, why? Right? If everybody agrees to the fact that people aren't yeah. that nice, you know, I, I talked to somebody yesterday. was just saying that they were they were in a parking lot. And somebody had her door open, she said, could you close it? The guy started swearing at her. What's wrong with that picture? I mean, yeah. So, So, I mean, and I think in your case, you have a good strategy, good career going. So don't, you know, just go on the path that's best for you. Exactly. Because we're all individuals. And, like, I think, you know, like it's good to listen to a whole
1: bunch of different people's strategies and what they're doing. And I think at the end of the day, it doesn't come down to that, you know, somebody's got the silver bullet, just do what they did. I think at the end of the day, it's finding out what you love and what you're good at and what you can lean yeah. into and keep doing until it works.
0: Yeah. So, you know, I mean, no, no matter bullet, what age. Find out what works for you. Age. Yes, yeah. no matter what age. You can change, yeah. too, on what you're thinking. And then, you know, I mean, yeah. I still consider myself a screenwriter regardless of how many books I do because mm-hmm. I'm using my characters from the screenplay. But I love screenwriting. Mm-hmm. But screenwriting is hard, mm-hmm. which we talked about last time. The fact about screenwriting is if you have a lot of money, you can get the movie made. Yeah. It takes money a lot. But if you're going to yeah, do a exactly. book, it's not. So I've always told people mm-hmm. take the characters from your screenplays. If you can write a book. Just mm, write it mm-hmm. because at least those characters are out there, and you know, for you, yeah. I mean, I'm sure one of these days this will, it, it, you will get a screenplay done that will, yep, go into a series. But it's going to take time because it does take time. Cause it does. It costs a lot yeah. Of money and like
1: you know, I devoted so much time to just getting this next book out that I've not had the time to be working on you know these these leads I have into into getting a film or TV series made. So yeah. I'm like you know. Again, mistakes were made, and now I'm like, I'm, now I'm reassessing. It's not really a mistake. My it's not, because
0: it's not, because you, it's not really true. a mistake. I do have a book. Because, <laughs> no, you have five books, and that is true. a series. You know what I that mean? That is very that's true. a series. So they don't need, right. Like, if they take, the, if they take the characters, you know, and they go, you know, the way they're going, but if they don't take it as a screenplay, it's still a, a good series. So that's the thing.
1: Yeah. You know, mm-hmm, it's, not, mm-hmm. it's not
0: you. It's not your series that's not getting taken. It's It costs so much money. They only, you know, yeah. and they only have certain amounts of money. And Netflix mm-hmm. and all these places, I think they're taking a lot of screenplays and things that they may not necessarily have taken years ago, but now they are because they're running out of material. I mean, people are constantly, that's why your boyfriend is right, people are constantly watching TV, and that is what they mm-hmm. do. And I, I have shows yep. like that about, for uh, the last couple of years, on Hollywood and, you know, just people were talking about, like, The Handmaid's Tale and all. There are mm. these, and Handmaid's Tale was from a book, right? Okay, and look, yep. and they yep. have all these yep. series. And it's mm-hmm. nine, I don't know how many seasons, six, I, I watch, look at Outlander, any of those yep. were books, they're series. But it's, you know, it didn't happen overnight.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So, and you just try keep to be good to yourself. And, yourself and,
0: I think the message is be good to yourself. Yeah. You know, find what you enjoy. enjoy
1: and lean into that. Yes. Keep
0: following it. <laughs> so, what other any other things you'd like to tell people about yourself that you want to talk about, or that we missed? I think we got a lot of everything. I think we covered you do. a lot of ground. Yeah. Yeah, I do I remember. Too. Is your is your is your broadcast an hour long or I forgot how that works? It's an hour, <laughs> right? It's I said for two hours, but it's an hour. Yeah, I mean years ago when I started, we did two hours. Two hours is I think a long time for people to do shows. I, when I'm listening to people when they mm-hmm. do four hours, but then you can't with one guest. So I think like on when <laughs> I did Red River and now my show Michigan Avenue, it's you know an hour gets there's a lot accomplished in an hour. That's true. You know, that's when true. I have the person, you know, right. And so, but a lot of people can't do an hour. They, they're nervous. So that's why a lot of shows, I have f- yeah. four shows or people, four people on the show or I do anthologies mm-hmm. where they have six people on, you know, that never met. Oh, wow. It. But, yeah, a lot of people, oh, yeah, I once did one with nine. I thought that was over the top. <laughs> I cannot do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But said, that sounds know, complicated. An antho- I've never been in an anthology, <laughs> but a lot of people on my shows have done anthologies you know, oh, and yeah. I, I find it, you know, a lot. so I think that a lot of people are, you know, they do do a lot of anthologies, but they, when they do the anthologies, a lot of them, they need to go right at the time the book comes out, mm. they don't want to come back, yep. and, you know, which, which I, I don't know, I mean, one group that was here, and they stopped really, I don't know if they're selling it anymore, it was a good anthology, I'm thinking, why stop selling mm. it? You know, yeah, but exactly. they just they make it right at the beginning. They push it out. So I don't know. I've never done yeah. one, but and you know, you know, so when,
1: when I'm doing events and stuff, I've talked to locations that have said, you know, you know, we don't really want to host you for an event right now, but when your next book comes out, we want to have you. And that's fine. You know, they can run their business the way they yeah. want to. But again, that it, it emphasizes the fact that we need something new. We need we need a, a reason or an
0: excuse. <laughs> To, See, I think one something. of the problems is I do think that's a problem for bookstores. And you know, well, there's not many bookstores. A lot of them went out of business. But if they'd like to help yeah. their business, they should have book yeah. signings again. Because Absolutely. I don't care if the author hasn't written anything in five years; it won't matter. Yeah, yeah. That's I think how you people get people are in excited the
1: to meet their favorite author. Like the the cornerstone shop is in Lake Geneva is my biggest retailer, and you know they'll basically have me whenever they can have me. Like this will be the third time I've been at their store this year.
0: The one coming on Saturday. What's it called? The Cornerstone. What's it called? Cornerstone.
1: The, the Cornerstone shop, and it's in Lake Geneva. Champion. Yeah. And I'm going. I'm yeah. Go- I, I actually
0: I, want to go to Lake Geneva in a couple of weeks. It's a good time because yeah, I want to look at some things. You know, but nice. I have friends that sell jewelry there. It's a. It's a it's Listen, I yeah. actually, I, I looked up a lot of YouTubes, and there's a lot of hmm. YouTubes on Lake Geneva, mm-hmm. it's, and they've yeah. added so many things, and it's really a beautiful place, you know. It's so beautiful. Um, I love being there. It is. It is. And, um, you know, do you want to just tell everybody for a second what the mail boat is like? You know, because I loved when you oh, told yeah. that story a little. Yeah, okay. What a, what <laughs> sure. do, a lot of people don't know what a mail boat is. I didn't really get it. So That's a good point. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting, I feel.
1: Oh, yeah. So basically... In Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, they have this tradition of delivering the mail to the houses on the lake via boat. And they hire kids who are in high school or college, and they have to jump off the boat to get to the dock. The mailboxes are all on the docks. And they have to put the mail in and turn around and run back. And the boat's so big that it doesn't bother stopping. That would take too long. They've got a lot of deliveries to make. And so the boat just keeps going and the kids have got to get back to the boat before it's gone and if they don't time it right they can end up in the lake. It's a whole show, it's a tour, you yeah. can buy tickets. You can go see it. It runs during the summer. It's
0: it's cool. It's cool and I love it. It's unique. And I ended up writing a book series about it. <laughs> exactly. So that's right. So they, I think that's important. That people know what that is. It just uh, you could see the people just yeah. jumping. I'm I'm scared of water, so I'm thinking, oh, this is yeah. just jumping off. <laughs> I'm in the lake already. But it, it's a beautiful you know, for, lake for, for research purposes. A purposes place. For research it,
1: purposes. It is a beautiful. The, the
0: mailboat permitted me to to
1: um, actually try some mail jumping myself. They did. And oh, yes, now that's they, great. They,
0: did. It was awesome and also far more terrifying than I realized. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking because, right, 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 because I'm thinking I don't swim. I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is tough. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's great that they let you do that. That's really It was wonderful.
1: I appreciated it. It was
0: fun. (laughs) Look, I wish you luck with your series, and you can come on anytime you. you want because I enjoy having you on, and I think, you know, what you've said to people will, you know, I, I hope it, it just people are understanding about this for other authors, and I hope other authors don't yeah. take it where they get so pressured that they give up writing. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, that would happen. You
1: know, You know, your author career is your author career, and you do it because it brings yes. you joy. And if it's not bringing you joy, then something is wrong. And I think you right. always need to center yourself again on what is bringing you joy. And right. you find that and time that's, that's to true. stop and think
0: and breathe, what brings you joy, and go back and do right. that thing. And that's right. That's why even in my, my like, I think, you know, I will have my own little conversations in my head about what I'm doing. But I'm thinking, like, you mm-hmm. know, I do love doing shows. And I've met so many people. Yeah. And, I've, and I have learned a ton. I mean, yeah. I, you know, that, you, yeah, because you just learn from people you know and i think exactly. every author i think a lot of times they feel they don't have to learn anything whenever you feel mm-hmm. you don't have to learn anything then you realize you don't know that's anything problem. so that's not true yep. you have to listen <laughs> it's really don't you think and i think your story i mean you've come so far so just mm-hmm. just give yourself little breaks yeah you know give yourself a break I mean, come back when you're ready so, yeah. Go have some hot chocolate and, and right. Oh, yeah. It's a, it just that's what, hot chocolate, my my character's always like hot chocolate and marshmallows. They're somewhere doing that. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. it, doesn't it seem relaxing. Isn't that like relaxing, I think? You know, it's a yes. relaxing thing. So I think everybody out there oh, yeah. that's listening, just try to relax a little. Don't worry. You know, so if you have struggles, either get help or just try to pull through yourself if you can. But if you can't. Get some help. You know that's yep. important. You know because yeah. it is a, it's, it's troubling, and sometimes people don't have anybody on their side, which you've been yeah. to, you or at least they feel that way. Things yourself. Oftentimes you've had that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, sometimes people feel like they they have no one to turn to, and right. the funny thing is, you probably do. Like even if there's someone that you don't know that well, but for some reason you feel like you can trust them. That's where I was you know when I was first trying to get out of that restrictive environment that my mother had created. There was someone I knew I didn't know that well, but I had a good feeling about her, and I decided to reach out yeah. to her and start talking to her and She was so
0: supportive and so helpful. you know is so, that the one your mother didn't want you to is that the one your mother didn't want you to see anymore
1: um that there not there was more than one person. When yeah. I think about it, well, there,
0: right, was, right, there was one gal right, that my mom was I like. That, I remember I think she's that a bad about influence. you. Yeah. <laughs> right, that she. But right, yeah, time you found comfort in friends. That was not what she wanted for you. Yes, which is very abusive behavior.
1: But the fact yes. is, there is probably someone you know that you can talk to, and you yeah. know, go ahead and try. You'll probably find that they are more willing to help than you think. And maybe if you guessed wrong the first time, maybe there's somebody else. Because, you know, you know, don't lose heart, don't lose hope. But go find someone you can talk yeah. to.
0: Yeah, I think that's if, good If you don't have a there friend,
1: are... there are professionals that you can talk to.
0: <laughs> yes, that's that's very important. It is. And, yeah. right, there are a lot of groups out there, right? And you can either go to and a group, church, yeah. a synagogue, something, and they'll mm-hmm. find a, somebody that will help you, you exactly. know, for probably maybe no money even if you don't have any, you know. Because yeah. everybody kind, you know, everybody now is watching for that. So, you know, yeah, and yeah. even if you see someone that you think this might be happening to, because I have seen this online, and so sometimes I'll mm. private message a friend of another. I said, is that person okay? You know, and then yeah. they said, yeah, 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 I took care of it, you know. So don't ignore it because exactly. it's, you know, it's important to take care of people even if you don't know them, you know, if you see something. Them. You know, yeah, I yeah, so. I yeah. So, And sometimes we get
1: that that little voice in the back of our head that's like, I'm not sure that person's okay. And it's okay yes. to ask them, It's like, is everything all right? You know, and it, or yeah. or you know, maybe check in with a mutual friend and be
0: like, Have yeah. you
1: noticed this too? You know. Yeah,
0: it's important. Cause it yeah, is. and so I, I hope that happens for people. You know, and so and I think you know you're you've got yourself going in the right direction now. If you, you'll take the pressure off and just write. Yep, that's it. Exactly. You're a writer. Yes, you're a writer. Exactly. And however long it takes you, it takes you. End of story, right? Exactly. <laughs> yes. All right, and so, <laughs> you know, yeah, thank you so much. It's been a great, it's really, it's a great show when you come on. I so appreciate it. And well, uh, I have a thank whole lineup so of people. I can't believe it's almost Thanksgiving. We have a couple more shows than it's I Thanksgiving, which is, <laughs> I, I cannot believe it. It just goes so fast. It does. You're right.
1: <laughs> thank you so much for having me on
0: again. Thank you again. And any time, just let me know, okay? All right. And everybody, right. have Sounds a great good. day. I'm, not, I'm so used to saying have a great night because I used to be at night, then I went to 4 o'clock, okay. now it's the morning. So have a great day. <laughs> Got to get into that. Precisely. Right, so thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You Bye-bye. too. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> All bye. Right.